Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. As old millennials, we've been prioritizing health and wellness a lot more these past few years. While we may not be Spencer pratting it up, just not just yet. I mean, Emily, don't don't count us out here with crystals <laughs> on our bodies. We are thinking how much more we need to stay hydrated. Recently, I started traveling with at least one liquid IV stick in my bag to make sure I'm staying extra hydrated, especially when it gets hotter or after a night of a little too much fun. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. Use it the first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel a rundown, or after a long night out and on long flights. My sister recently got married, and as her maid of honor, I put liquid IV sticks in all the bachelorette party bags, and my sister and her husband put them in their goodie bags when we traveled to Costa Rica for the wedding. Those came in super handy after hitting an open bar in the sweltering heat. I'm a big fan of, yeah, it was very nice to have. I'm a huge fan of the watermelon ones and the tangerine flavor, which has an immune boost, even better when you're traveling and worried about keeping your immune system going. They fit easily in a toiletry case or even a tiny purse, so it's super easy to pour one in your water bottle. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone and contains five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C, with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks and probably, I mean, I know for a fact because I recently had a Gatorade, uh, a much better taste. Oh, absolutely. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code OLDMILLENNIALSPOD. That's OLDMILLENNIALSPOD at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code OLDMILLENNIALSPOD at liquidiv.com. Bye. Hi. Hello. Welcome back to Old Millennials, a deep dive on shallow topics from the 90s and 2000s. I am one of your hosts, Emily Bejan. And I am your other host, Margot Bupard. It was the best of times. It was the blurriest of times. 
Today, we get to talk about the myriad of cell phones we owned before we all became exclusively iPhone users. And for some of our green bubble chats, Android users. (laughs) Once upon a time, you could go to any random friend group and just see an assortment of phones and not just a universal, you know, sea of iPhones, sometimes Androids. It was different colors. It was different shapes, sizes, models. I mean, it was just a phone could suit your personality or the family plan that you happen to be on at that given moment. Uh, Margot, before we get into it, um, any initial thoughts about life before we all had the same phone? I think you know what I'm going to say because I've been saying it for so long. Bring back the sidekick. I beg of you. (laughs) I want a sidekick so bad. I want the sidekick to have like the same kind of like screen quality as Mm -hmm. an iPhone, but I want like the spirit and the the fun of it. But also fun. It's fun to flick the little fucking screen up. It was fun for me to download the most random 15 seconds of a clip song and use it as my ringtone. That was back when I actually had sound on my phone. I don't think I've heard the sound of my phone other than the alarm since like 2014, I want to say. Truly. My phone is on silent. When you handed me your phone the other night when we were going to the Halloween party and your sound was on, I could not believe it. I have all video, like autoplay music, like all muted. I do not want anyone blaring their choice of music at me without my consent. It was for me the other day. It is because I've forgotten to turn off WhatsApp notifications and I'm in a few WhatsApp chats. And so I need to do that because I usually too do not like to have sounds notifications coming from my phone. Uh, but yeah, it is one of those things like once upon a time, you know, I miss I miss that sidekick key, uh, keyboard. I miss those times. I miss I mean, the weird ways we used phones. We used cell phones as walkie-talkies at certain points, sending text messages. I must inform you that the cell phone Motorola walkie-talkie situation is still like beloved by construction workers. Oh, yeah. uh, The last time I was like in a Home Depot, I heard a and I was like, what the fuck was that? It's still a thing. (laughs) It's still a thing. But yes, because it's like a closed, you know, like CB circuit or whatever. But I also want to add... That the only people who have the sound on and up on their phones is our mothers. So, you know, totally. I just need you to recognize that. I Last Christmas when my mom was sitting next to me texting and she had the keyboard sound turned all the oh way God. up. I was like, this could be a scene in the new Shining. I know. It, like, this I don't is the get type people. of shit that makes you the- crazy. The typing noise. I don't get it. You know who else has that? My sister. She gets a notification <laughs> for her ring camera, for her ring doorbell. Oh, it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not just when someone rings the doorbell. It is when someone opens or closes the front door or the back door. And so if her husband is like taking out trash and recycling, which for them, like they, their bins are, are in the back patio until like tr- collection day, uh, it's just like chime, 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 chime. Like it is, uh, it is a cacophony. You don't get to use that word often, but a real cacophony of sounds uh, coming from that phone. Um, some of the other things that I noted uh, of like yesteryear with phones was like sending text messages for the first times in our lives and having limits to how many texts you could send. Like that was an mm-hmm. actual thing. And then the concept of an early camera phone in 2003, 2004, like that was like the hot ticket item. It was so pricey. And for what? The grainiest image of all time of like it's not even you grainy. and your- 
It's tiny. It's, it's like tiny. the size of a fucking stamp. It's so small. I know. Like I as know. soon as you brought up like early stage uh, camera cell like cell phone cameras. I immediately thought of like the first time a friend of uh, a friend of mine and I took a photo and I was like, oh, I bet that turned out really cute. And like, and I think at the time I thought it was super cute too. But then you know when you go back in your hard drive when you're like looking at stuff, I was like, oh, that's that photo I prized for years. Like used it as like a MySpace like avatar oh, yeah. photo book because Everything. I thought yes. you just look so hot. And I mean, yeah. you could barely see our faces. <laughs> Barely. We were just barely an outline, a sketch of two 13-year-olds or whatever. Truly, truly. And then another thing that I thought of, the anxiety of accidentally turning on the browser on your phone and accidentally hitting that that button when you when when it was first the first phones out there that had the capability of turning on the internet. And like, oh my mm-hmm. God, no, this is gonna cost a hundred dollars. Off, 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 off. Like just feelings um that anyone, you know, who was born after 2000 will just like never experience. It's such a, it's such a shared memory of people of a certain age. Like what a time. Um, I mean, I can't tell if it's for better or worse because I definitely don't miss like T9 texting, you know, it took forever to send a yes, no, maybe so, you know, so I don't miss that. That's why I'm no. more fond of like black the Blackberry reign of cell phone. Or again, my beloved, yes. like cherished sidekick, may it I, rest uh, in, with you, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> you, you, you speak of a very specific time, which is that the cell phone world and early smart pre-iPhone smart phone world had just gotten it right at a certain point. There's like a mid-aughts moment in which the BlackBerry keyboard is great. Uh, the Sidekick mm-hmm. keyboard and overall experience, fantastic. And then boom, 2007 happens, iPhone comes out, and it's just like the progress slowly, well, not slowly, very quickly just gets lost in the shuffle of things because people, especially once uh, the iPhone is available on Verizon and AT&T, like it just gets lost. And 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 that's I when mean, we all just move to it. And they say we don't have a monoculture. We all fucking have iPhones. How we're yeah. all plugged into the cloud. Yes. Not yes. like some tinfoil hat person in signs, but like, you know, we do have we do have culture. It's called Apple. We do. It's called Apple. Um, so when we get into this, Margot, I want to ask you, do you remember uh can you name a few of the phones you once owned and of those, what was the first phone you had and how old were you when you first got a phone? I, um, so the very first phone I had was a Nokia that was like my mom's old work phone or something, but it was mm-hmm. the kind that you could change out the covers. So it that. had, it came with a pack of like neon jelly kind of covers and I thought they were so cute. And I must have been, in eighth grade, so like around 12 or 13, I got the phone finally, but it was only, you know, I think as most kids can relate, was for emergency purposes only because, mm-hmm. you know, I had a single mom who worked two jobs with gentle hands that never stops, you know, heart of a fighter, <laughs> et cetera. But so she mostly, we needed a cell phone so that she could get a hold of me while she was working to let me know yeah. if I have to get a ride with somebody, if I should walk home, if I should wait for her, who's taking me to dance practice, like to coordinate the various extracurriculars. And as I'm sure more people are familiar, as an old soul, like responsible for your age type, you know, I was entrusted with the cell phone, but our 
middle school did not allow cell phones and mm-hmm. I left it in my locker all day, but they just happened to be doing a locker check or somebody was walking down the hallways and they heard it vibrating and I got busted and I was suspended from school for one day for suspended having a cell phone. Suspended for a mm-hmm. phone. For a f- and and my mom just- even defended it. She's like, I gave it to her it- so that I can get a hold of her so I don't call the front office like five times a week to tell her that like her dad's not picking her up. You know what I mean? Like it's it- to my mom. She just like did not yeah. understand. She's like, I just need my kid to know like what to expect. I don't want her like freaking out and scared after school. Totally. Or to I get like, abducted, right? Because it was also strange, like peak stranger danger time, you know? I, so it's like, exactly don't get in some random person's say. car. Yep. When I was, if I were your mom in that scenario, I would have been like, if you can guarantee my kid is not going to get abducted or shot at school, then we can have a conversation about not her not having a phone. Which well, yeah, America, it was also like can't. kind of <laughs> almost immediate. I wouldn't say almost immediate. It was like a year after Columbine, but it must have been. Yeah coordinated around like I feel like it came not long after my mom saw bowling for Columbine she's like absolutely not here's a cell phone um I will know if you use it for anything other than emergency and you will immediately be grounded so don't try anything it's like okay so I just play snake on it (laughs) yeah I so which is my favorite thing to do what a fun game I was sadly never a part of the Nokia gang and I always wanted Mm. a Nokia phone um my friend had one I too got one around the same age I was in Mm. eighth grade I think and it was right before I went to I was going to high school um and it was I believe it was I was trying to remember I believe it was either a Kyocera or a Samsung phone but like you know standard word Kyocera just threw me violently into 2001 (laughs) I know, right? They just, you don't, you don't hear that one every day. That's for sure. Um, It was really to your point, like I had two working parents. Both my parents worked in DC. um, And in high school, I was going to a school that was not that close to their house. And so um, I was going to have to coordinate with them whether or not I would meet them at the metro station or I would take metro by myself or walk home or like get a ride with a friend's parent. Like it was just, it was a lot of mostly for coordination. But you know, mm-hmm. I was just, it was for that. That's it. Not supposed to do much else with it because you have limited hours on the phone. Um, you have limited text messages, which came into play kind of maybe not yeah. that first year I had a phone, but maybe like second or third year I had the phone is like when texting started to become a big thing. Yeah, it became increasing. It became an increasingly big problem the more I got into high school. By the time like yes. senior year came around, uh, it was on me to have a job to pay for it. Well, and there was so this the texting limits. I remember feeling like this is a sign of like that I'm less popular than my sister. Is my sister got to high school, also had a phone, got a phone, and uh, she ultimately I got less text message allotment than she did because of how the plan worked at the time. Like, and it was because she texted with more friends because she had more friends than I. Oh wow. Did. Sick burn. It was for my mom. It was more like I will pay for like the precise amount of text messages I expect to send you and you to send yeah, exactly. me. And you're like tripling that in your spare time trying to go to like parties or whatever it is that you're doing. And I shan't be paying for it. Yeah, it was. I, I mean, like we, you know, share when it was one of those things where, you know, if we went above things, we also had to pay as well. It was, mm-hmm. you know, you would limit. And now this like unlimited talk text, like. <laughs> I know. People I don't know. know. They, they'll I, never know. 
Well, uh, actually, before Sean recently upgraded his phone, he had like a limit. He had like an old Verizon plan that he had had since mm, <laughs> for as yeah. long as I've known him. So since 2009, <laughs> 2008, like a really long time. And yeah. he had like limits on his phone and he only recently upgraded to have like an unlimited plan. And when he said, oh, oh I like I got this new phone and I, I upgraded my plan. It's unlimited now. And I was like, what do you it it wasn't before like I was so confused you know what's funny is there was a, a time where my sister and I um shared a plan as adults and we also had limits for a bit and it got to the point where we were always hitting those limits and so we agreed with our parents like okay we'll get back we'll be on your family plan we'll just send you guys like a check every month or like we'll you know venmo you or whatever it may be but we we too ran into this problem some like you know 8 or 9 years ago when my sister and I were going to have a plan together so it's like i i it's kind of weird it's like that i'm still on my family's plan despite but i pay my parents every month for it it's like but it's just one of those things that i they got a good deal so i <laughs> I've been trying to ride those coattails as long as I can while still paying for it. <laughs> I know. I mean, I still call T-Mobile Sprint because that's where I got grandfathered in. So I don't know. You <laughs> I'm do not changing course can. on that. I'm not changing no, course I'm, on it. Sorry. I, I'm pretty sure the plan my dad has comes from like when Verizon may have been MCI or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, what MCI. A, I know. Well, one of the well, one of the manhole cut well, manhole covers. One of the like um, utility covers on a neighboring sidewalk still has MCI on it. I was like, whoa, I have not thought about that in a really long time. But I, they still own a lot of the like ground lines like around Oakland. I'm so glad you brought that up because um, once upon a time in D.C., the major like uh, where, where the Wizards and the Caps play, it's now Capital One Arena. But uh, it used to be Verizon Center and it went from being MCI Center to Verizon Center when I was a teenager or in college. And you can still see when you're in downtown DC, some of the signs with like arrows will still say MCI Center. And it's just like mm. a little, little like moment of nostalgia. But yeah, MCI, like what we had Bell, like you had Pacific Bell here. Like I had Bell Atlantic growing up. Like there's just a bunch of, you know, you we talk about like the antitrust laws and all that kind of stuff. There were so many mergers and acquisitions that happened in the in the cell phone uh, days once everyone started to have their own cell phone. Like it's their carriers that just like don't even exist anymore. Yeah. I mean, just like iPhones, like everything's kind of been like sucked up into one. I mean, also the same can be said for the way that studios are even running now too. It's like there is no more 21st century Fox, you know? Yeah. And it is strange yeah. to think about. It but is strange to think about. We're not talk about that. We're here to talk about cell phones that are not iPhones. Yeah. Very good point. So when did you, so we were just talking about kind of that phase of like, we were t at first when you got a phone, it was really just for talking. Like you just called your parents or like, you know, in case of emergencies, when did we go with like friendships, go from being people who called to people who texted? Do you remember kind of that point for you? I mean, I think there was like a stopover on AIM, which I think made yep. it like having like chat rooms and having that be easily accessible with having to call somebody on the phone. 
I think that was like the perfect bridge because it really like sets you up for wanting to text more over calling, especially over things that are like super easy, like confirming plans. Like, oh, is it going to be at this place at this time or whatever? Um, I... I mean, I still pretty regularly talked on the phone with friends like through college. So I didn't really I I honestly have strayed further and further from God's light, the phone call, um, the older I've gotten. But it really took a long time. So I don't know. I think I was like pretty 50 50 from starting like in high school through college, like of being on text versus phone. Phone still felt like kind of more natural. I, I feel the same way. I think, like, especially in a T9 world, it was just such a fucking nuisance to, like, mm-hmm. get a long conversation going that uh, it really just made so much more sense to call. Um, so, yeah, I, too, I think was about 50-50. And now, you know, almost I almost always communicate via text except when I'm, like, you know, catching up with someone or deciphering <laughs> various things. But generous, generally, it's it's going to be, you know, via via text message. And even with my family now, like, that's a that's a whole thing. They're, like, group chats and stuff. Like, you know, we never – Totally. That's, that's, that's become a, a huge way of how we communicate with people. It's just you have, like, an open, co- ongoing conversation – going Mm -hmm. with you know the same people all the time like it doesn't really feel like you need to be on the phone it's only like the friends I don't text with like on a weekly basis that I reserve phone call time for because then or else it's a lot of I mean the people that I text daily are like the people that I see regularly as well right so it all kind of like feeds into each other totally when you are – you're talking to me earlier about your first phone and how it came with a bunch of like covers or plates um, that you could switch out. Did you have any other phones that were um, distinct colors or uh, like really just out of this world or, or like did you have any accessories? Well, we can get into that as well because I, I have a whole thing about like cases and ringtones and ring back tones, which is just a whole oh, thing that – a, a ringback ring tone, tone was in oh state. I had a friend that had like a tribe called Quest as her ringback tone for yes! for years, even yes! after. Because like at a certain point, I think she like owned it or something. She paid yeah. three ninety nine and had tribe called Quest as her ringback tone for the longest time. And I have to admit that was like a pretty fun fad. But much like those um those like hit clips, <laughs> oh my god, it lasted about as long as that did. But uh, I mean, I blinged out my. Uh, T-Mobile Sidekick because that was the thing to do at the time. You know, like Paris had a yeah. blinged out one. So, but mine wasn't like professionally blinged out. It was like I I took a hot glue gun and I went to Michael's and I blinged it out myself. So yeah. I had that. Um, I mean, oh my God, I had, I think it was because I inherited like one of my mom's old Blackberries. I had one of those, <laughs> those like leather cases for it where the front is like the clear plastic. <laughs> yes. And it just, it's never going to stay just, clean. No, it's, it's like so disgusting. It loses its value. It's so disgusting. Yes, like who am I preserving this for? Like, and and it's it's truly like the equivalent of your grandparents putting like a plastic cover over their couch, except it's just so much uglier and it has like the crinkly sound. It's just, oh my God, that was horrendous. But I kept it on there it for was, whatever reason. You know, those your parents drill it into you that like if you take it off, it's gonna like completely fall apart. And and then you find out that's not true. It's but not I, true. I also, 
I also had a um, Hello Kitty cover for like the Nokia cell phone that you could like s- switch out the front face of. Um, I had a Hello Kitty one for that that I really loved that I like talked to into the ground. Like I, I really like it was falling apart by the time I you peeled it out of my cold dead hands. And then I remember when the first Charlie's Angels came out and they had the same Nokia cell phone with like the interchangeable face. And I remember getting yeah. like the same one that Cameron Diaz had or whatever. And like oh my Cassandra God. got the same one that like Drew Barrymore had because we we're like matching each other's like characters or whatever. <laughs> Whoever we ended up picking. I don't remember if the roles were reversed. I wanted that. So I wanted a Nokia phone was like, I love that baby blue color. Mm-hmm. And I wanted that so badly. I remember I didn't I did not have a cute colored phone for uh for a very long time. Like I think the first time I got one that was really my personality color wise might have been college. Like I think I may have had like the Project Red Razor at one point. Oh um, yeah. That was like yeah. a hot commodity. So many people made it their whole personality to have the red razor and the red iPod. An iPhone. That, oh, iPod. Was, yeah, of course. The iPod. That was like the first one. Yeah. They made it into a shuffle, which I, I won remember like that work lottery or whatever, some work uh, white elephant party. That was the whole thing. And like I had I had an a burnt orange phone at one point. I was trying to remember what it was called. It looked like a sidekick in the, the sense orange. Of- it was like the orange yeah, or something. Been- it was something like that. And it was like, it was a phone. It looked like a phone most of the time, but you could slide it kind of like a sidekick. You could slide it up and then had a little keyboard. And I loved, much like the sidekick, absolutely loved that phone to pieces. Um, that was a very fun one to have. And then I think at one point I did have a chocolate and it was like that mm-hmm. chocolate color. That was that was definitely... And I may have had like a, a cobalt blue phone at one point. You know, you just kind of forget over time uh, the various things. But there was just like, again, there were so many phones on the market um, that you just kind of uh, you kind of just got they got lost in the mix because you had so many different ones. It wasn't it was uh, a way to show your personality. I don't think I ever like bejeweled a phone or bedazzled one, but I certainly had like a sticker on it or like had a uh, like a little pocket on on the back of it for like my I mean, what we do with iPhones, some people do with iPhones still for like your cards or whatever. Um, my phone was flat enough when I had a razor to fit in. There's this brand, you know, Vera Bradley, like the brand that makes those quilted yes. bags. Yes, I was. Obsessed. I have I have one. Hello. Uh, oh, my <laughs> I God. Currently I was use it. I use my my duffels to this day. I absolutely love them. But I was obsessed that, and I that worked duffel, at a boutique. That duffel is it's deep. Fast. It's yeah. deep. I'm Margo, I've had mine since 2006. I've I like I have had the one in Java Blue. It's living in one of my like storage baskets in my closet. I've had that that duffel since 2006 and it Can is Can you see it up there? This- it's right it's that little yeah. like triangle chevron square. That's that is yeah. That's my Vera Bradley. Also, by the I, way, I just want to throw into the mix of cell phones as I was trying to find your orange one. Um, I also had the rip. This is how it like addicted to having a sidekick. I had an LG Rumor, which was like the smaller version of a sidekick where you push the whole front of the phone up and it had a keyboard and it also had the tiniest, tiniest screen. It's great. Wait, I love that phone. I, I'm looking that one up right now too because I think this is the one. Yeah, look you know for what? This LG might have been this might have been the one. two sprint. It was uh, in a discontinued this... orange color. I thought maybe it was your the cell phone you were talking about. 
I'm looking right now. I think this is the phone I had. And it was it was in orange. Like what a yeah. God. I loved it was Great my phone. I think to this day, this is my favorite phone. Yeah. Right. It was it's just like such a good phone. So good. What happened to LG? Just phone. making TVs now? You can't make I know. cell phones anymore? What happened? And as I found out last year when my fridge wasn't working, not so great customer service. <laughs> Go back to making wait, phones. Are, wait, but doesn't LG or is it Samsung that makes that phone that looks like an iPhone that then folds in half now and it's like so it's expensive? Samsung. And it's like, okay, it's the ugliest effing phone you've seen. Okay, well, I need LG to re like release the rumor too. Like, what are we doing yeah. right now? What are we doing? We can make it a smartphone. It's it, it was already there. Like, I absolutely love that keyboard. I think there's something, and this is in general, I'm, I'm going on a slight tangent and we'll we'll reel it back in, I, I solemnly swear. But we mm-hmm. are missing a, ge- a, a time in which we would actually... Pr- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Press down on a keyboard to use a keyboard. You know what I mean? Like in a world of like uh, everything now is like a a digital keyboard. So it's just like on the screen itself for the most part, you know, barring if you have like a keyboard on your laptop, but like smaller devices. I miss that. I miss the feeling of that. I feel like I'm turning into Greg Kinnear from You've Got Mail talking about his typewriters, but like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, we both sound like that right now. We're talking about like, <laughs> you don't understand the sidekick. You don't get it. You don't we get sound, it. It was. We, we sound like the people that's like, Netflix used to send out DVDs in the mail. It's like, okay, grandma, let's get you to bed. Let's let's go. Um, but, but about ringtones and ringbacks, like I had Oof. so many songs. Oh, my God. I like just... <laughs> The, my, one of my core memories is when my sister and I bought Miss New Booty by Bubba Sparks to put on our mom's <laughs> phone. And she is so technology inept that she could not change it. And so she just embraced it for several years until she got an iPhone. It was just like, it's my, it reminds me of my beautiful daughters when I hear it. That was, <laughs> that's what she thought of when she heard Bubba Sparks Miss New Booty. <laughs> nice. Well, as I mentioned, I had a I had two different clip songs as a ringtone at one point. Oh yeah. I think oh, yeah. I definitely had Drop It Like It's Hot at one point mm-hmm. as a ringtone. I definitely had, oh my God. It was an Ashley Simpson song, but I can't remember which one, if it was like autobiography or piece of me. I can't remember. Oh, I did too. I had I think I had L O V E as a as a mm. ringtone at one point. Yeah, I like, I'm almost 100% with, sure. I experimented with ringback tones but only briefly and I and I don't yeah. remember what the songs were. 
Um, I, I was I was really into curating ringtones though, and and I and oh, I me loved assign. Remember when you could assign ringtones to different people to so people. you would know who was calling? Yes. And there was yes. a girl I was friends. Oh yeah, remember how I showed you um, that girl I went to high school with who had like a full head transplant who got married recently? Yes. Okay, yeah. so she was. I mean, she's probably still a very fun person, but when her her ringtone for her mom was the. Um, Halloween song every time she called. <laughs> and so you'd be driving in the car and you'd be like, and it was like, so oh, stressful. Shit. <laughs> that's yeah, and that's how you stressful. knew she was immediately in trouble. You're like, well, fuck, I guess I got to get out of the car. There was, I mean, it was just, you're right. Like, I remember, so, so Sarah, one of my best friends, had all of us who went to high school with her because we went to Catholic high school. Um, the ringtones for us were Only the Good Die Young by Billy Joel because, you know, Catholic Jeez girls. Christ. I know. <laughs> I, what a time, though. And I, I'm trying to remember some of the ones I had. I definitely had, like, You Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC. Mm, Don't mm-hmm. really know why, but definitely. No. I think you and I, same. I'm pretty sure. I was like obsessed with ACDC in high school. I also yes, probably had too. like Duran Duran or Depeche yep. Mode. Sorry, I mix them up all the time unless I'm like literally looking at them. I might have had one and or both because I had a huge 80s phase at some point. I, yeah, there were just so many. I wish I could like remember. I wish there was like some data somewhere, a record of like what my ringtones were at the time. Cause I, I remember I had several and there was a time where they would do collaborations with celebrities. And there was one when uh, Jessica Simpson released her album, A Public Affair, where she mm-hmm. had it and it could be personalized with your name. So they had a preset amount of names and you could buy the one that was yours. And it would be like, ready, set, go, Emily stepping out for a public affair. And I'm just like, oh, I wow. never bought it, but I thought it was the funniest thing. I Like it just sounded, because back then it was... You, you know that she probably recorded a few and then they tried to like auto tune them to like put in a name in there and it just sounded so unnatural but hilarious. I, just, like the old ET right at Universal that would say your name yeah, incorrectly. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that right. That's like, yeah, I was like nine and like it could because I spelled it, of course, the way I spell it, like did not know what to do, did not compute. Oh, it completely skipped me and then the time that I simplified it <laughs> ET called me Marco so I was like I'm out I'm done um one of the the things that I've been thinking about a lot so we had obviously all these personalized things about it um I think we've talked a lot about what we missed from these this pre-smartphone era I think it's the individuality I think it's the keyboard and the kind of overall experience is there anything else that comes to mind of what you miss uh, from a pre-smartphone era I think you said it at the top of the episode. I, I completely agree. I miss like the different personalities. Like a phone was a distinct personality. And now all I have is this velvet caviar case to differentiate my <laughs> iPhone from yeah. like yours and like every other friend of ours when we have our I, phones out on the table. And so yeah. I, I do miss like obviously a sidekick is still a huge part of my personality because I continue to bring it up incessantly. But it was like it kind of like was fun that everybody had like a different kind of phone and it, and it changed and like 
you know, at some point as like college grew, was like getting closer to the end. I was like, well, I obviously need to have a Blackberry because I'm like, I'm a busy businesswoman and I must be sending my emails and communicados um, encrypted so that nobody can hack me or whatever. So it's just interesting how like the phone evolved with you versus now I have some fucking schlub do like a keynote presentation and tell me about like how great the camera is on the phone. And like, I completely agree. It com- it killed the entire uh, digital, the casual digital camera industry, like completely like a point yeah. and shoots, like forget it. Everybody now just has forget it on their it. phone, which is great. But then I appreciate that. I just wish there was a way to like have a great camera and also a phone that had a little bit of style and fun and like didn't take itself so seriously like because it feels like ooh, yes. like an iphone's like a machine like you have a laptop in your pocket like it's I mean, so powerful connecting you to the internet it's like what if i just want to send like six of my friends like really stupid memes you bring up something so key for me which is that like look it's really nice to have a small computer in your pocket at all times and like be able to do anything from anywhere but at the same time we have now become so tethered and connected to these things and we document so much of our lives that because we have we have the ability to do so whenever wherever um there's just something lost in the mix like just having a world in which the extent of what was documented from a certain night would be on a camera um you know like that's it no explanation no video like there's something so innocent about that that i miss that just felt like you could be a dumbass at 19 and not feel like, look, I I like the world, you know, feel like everyone is watching at any given point. Like, I, I think for me, there is something to be missed about that era in which you just lived life on the edge. You did not, you know, have a, a, a smartphone to worry about or like constant documentation of everything. Like you just... I, especially as a teenager, you know, we all have our awkward self-conscious phases and there's something to be said about not having had that fully documented on video all the time, the way it is today, um, that you had just those grainy images on your phone. And then even the like point and shoot camera, those, those resolutions were not great in 2004. Like, but there's something so special about that. And like, the extent of the documentation would be a Facebook photo album. Like that's a whole thing too that we lost in the mix. Like once we moved to iPhone, like I, you know, I think people and moving away from Facebook in general, it's just like a curated picture here and there on your Instagram, but it's not, it's not going to be like a hundred photo <laughs> album from a night out, you know, randomly when you're 20 years old. Well, I think some of that is also, um, it comes with like age. Like I think that if like, you're in your 20s, you might be taking like a million pictures on your iPhone when you're out at night. I have no idea what you're doing because I will not be there. But I think another thing that I kind of miss is people not being able to get a hold of you 24-7 or that even that the expectation of it being there, right? That works. So, you know, it's it was crazy that you could just leave your house and no one would hear from you like all day long and like that wasn't weird or worrying but you know yeah obviously uh, from a woman's perspective it, it is nice to have a phone because you do sort of have that backup and so yeah. that is a little bit comforting and so yes the idea the idea of being out in the world without a phone for how all day long or whatever 
seems liberating, but also like a little terrifying too. I mean, you lost your phone recently. Like that was scary. I know. I was just like, about to bring that. I just, I was about to bring that up. So the day, um, just so you all know, background guys, I uh, misplaced my phone or left it in an Uber one night. And the next morning I was like, oh crap, like what am I going to do? I couldn't get a hold of Lyft or Uber, whatever company I you know got my ride with. And, uh, you know, some good Samaritan out there, like happened to find my phone in the back of the car that, and she was on her way to a nearby hospital. And so I was able to sync up with her and figure it out. Like, thank, you know, thanks to my parents, but I started having major anxiety because my mom was flying in that night. And I'm like, how do you communicate with someone to know that they'll be at this door in front of this, you know, airport, uh, gate and like all that just little legit pieces of logistics that we've become so um, tied to having a phone to communicate, like all of a sudden were major pieces of anxiety for me. And did that I tells tell everything. That, did I tell you about the time that um, Becca kicked my phone out of my hand at West Oakland and then my phone was on the West Oakland BART tracks yes. for like all day long because <laughs> I wasn't I able to go get it during rush hour and rush hour literally starts at three. And so I, I mean, it was, it was kind of like a shit show day, but almost kind of comical because I, I was able to at least like get on my laptop and like email my work and be like, yo, <laughs> um, my phone's lost. I'm going to try to like get it back before I come to work. But they didn't like, they didn't know when I was coming in. They had no idea what yeah. I was doing. Yeah. It was, yeah. And it was even worse though, because <laughs> You know, Sean, obviously, we were like coming back and he was going to like meet us at bar so that we didn't like walk back alone. And so, you know, I'm in the middle of literally texting him and my phone goes flying out the bar train. Oh, my God. So, oh, my God. Yeah, and, it and it was funny because I was drunk. So like I was sort of like, ha ha ha. But then in the cold, hard light of day, I was like, oh, no, my poor phone. And thank God for finding my iPhone, because if this was if this was my beloved sidekick, I would not be able to locate it. Oh, absolutely not. Like, and and you bring up one of the things that I don't miss, and that was going to be what I ask you, which is, is there anything you don't miss about a pre-smartphone era? And it's like, yeah, you are kind of screwed if if your phone goes bye-bye. Like, you know, you don't have the cloud where all your texts are saved. You get a brand new phone. You, you're going to have to re-put in all those contacts if they don't, if you can't oh, yeah. do a proper transfer, like, you know, unless you have a fully intact phone in which, you know, they very nicely are able to successfully transfer. Because that was the other thing. You could even have an intact phone. And for whatever reason, something goes awry in the transfer process at the Verizon or T-Mobile, whatever store, like myriad of problems can come uh, through and you lose someone's number. I mean, I had that happen to me in early iPhone relationship where like half my contacts just, just oh, didn't same. come up just didn't save yeah. and the yeah. process of having to go back of getting everybody's contact information and then you lose you know like the funny ones like people that you meet at a bar of like tall guy or mustache man or two dollar bills like all of like the weird dudes you meet that like maybe one yeah. day you might sleep with them but you don't know that's why the number's there um, exactly. Another thing I definitely do not miss is being lost all the time. I have a horrible sense of direction. Do not ever, ever ask me oh where North is. I do not know. And I don't fucking care. That's what my fucking cell phone is for. I mean, I pre self pre uh, smartphone on my very first day at my big, important internship, my big, important college internship. I got 
so lost and called my boyfriend at the time crying because I could not figure out where it was, where something was. And so he had to like look it up on his laptop and then guide oh my me. God. And that's yeah. when that motherfucker was like, oh, go southeast. I'm like, you are fucking shitting me right now. What does that mean? No. <laughs> but I, I, I don't miss being lost all the time. I don't miss being in a foreign place and not knowing where the fuck I'm going. Like I really do it's love true. having Google Maps. I think that that's one of the best inventions of all time. I can be I Magellan because I have my smartphone with me. Yeah, I remember like a GP, like you're talking a whole other device that we used to own, a GPS. Like I remember we used I to won one. Print out map, map quest, quest and map make quest. it. And then, and by the way, if you miss your turn, there is no rerouting. That's how we no. ended up like far out in Malibu instead of like Topanga that Canyon to yep. because we tur- we made a wrong turn, we didn't catch it, and then we had no idea yep. where we had gone wrong because we had gone so it- wrong. Now we were fucking lost. So yes, again, I do not miss being lost all the time. That uh, sucked. But was, you know, any, we, yes. on the flip side, if you want to like look at like every silver lining, it's like, oh, well, it's not to be a total hippie. Like, oh, you get lost and you discover new things. But sometimes it is infuriating like when you have to be somewhere. Exactly. And you bring up a core memory unlocked, which is like, if any of you on this podcast grew up in Northern Virginia, like I did, there is an area of the the 94, 95, 395, just like overall the 95 beltway called the mixing bowl. And there is just like a, like three or four different highways intersect at this one place. And it is very confusing. And because I went to a school that was a Catholic school, that meant I've had friends who lived all over the area. Like it wasn't just one area in particular. And so I had a friend who lived in Alexandria and I, I missed the turn or I thought I was going in the right direction because I saw like, you know, going towards Baltimore and thought, okay, that means I'm going towards the right direction because that means I'm going towards Maryland, which will be closer to my house. No, there's a whole other way. And so I ended up on like 295, I think. Anyway, this will only make sense to those of you from the area, but it was a very scary time because it was dark outside. I didn't know where I was going. I was 18 years old. I, my map quest directions at that point were, you know, Kerplunk, like they just didn't make any sense. And uh, luckily, you know, figured my way, figured it out. But it was, it was a lot of anxiety. And, you know, at that very moment, you you learn a lot about yourself in those times. And that's something that, you know, people these days, unless your phone dies on you, you're never, you're never going to learn. Are there, oh, you know what we need to talk about? Because we've we've started talking about it here and there. You and I have brought up BlackBerry, but we haven't fully talked about it. I think you and I both had Blackberries as our first smartphones. Am I am I correct in that assumption? You are correct. I think it the very first, if I'm not mistaken, in my BlackBerry timeline, because I think I had two or three ending with my favorite BlackBerry, which was the Pearl, which I, you know, is my Ooh, businesswoman special yeah. in my mind. Yes, yes, yeah. But I had one too. I think it, very first BlackBerry was the one that my mom gave me that was like in the little gross like couch cover, <laughs> cell phone cover. Yeah. Oh my God. I my first smartphone was I graduated college and that was my my present. Like for my parents, my college graduation gift was getting a BlackBerry. And I I had a BlackBerry Pearl like you. It was like an ice purple ice color, you know? Like Ooh, yeah. that was yeah. It was yeah. like a periwinkle, right? Yeah. 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 Actually, you yeah. could probably describe it very closely to being a periwinkle. And it was just it felt periwinkle. Like, it was really yeah. it was so it was such a cute phone. It was a really cute phone. And I just felt like so special with like that little keyboard. And it just there was something about that user interface. I mean, the BlackBerry experience was just like such a great phone. It really was mm-hmm. the best way to be able to send an email. Like it is 
still, I will send an email if need be from my phone, but it is one of the biggest nuisances of all time. You know what I mean? It's just still not a great experience to this day on the iPhone, no matter how much you try, even if you make the keyboard bigger, like there's just nothing that will replicate having a really distinct push down keyboard. Nothing will beat it. And I also have to say the little like track ball was also very cute. Mm. Oh, what a great design. A little I... pearl. Oh, yes. And and people clowned me for my pearl and I was extremely smug about it. And I even like had it. Well, it did get stolen when I got robbed. But uh, and then I got like something else. And I and then I came back to the pearl finally after like a year or whatever. And I was very reticent to upgrade to an iPhone. I was like, iPhones are for like dorks. I don't. <laughs> I'm a business biz I'm a busy business lady and I do not need an iPhone. That's for like guys who care about like whatever lenses and stuff. <laughs> I know. I only honestly started to care about it when I was like on a work project and yes. I had a teammate who had one and I was like, oh, that's pretty. Oh, I like that. That's a really nice interface. Like, And then I got, you know, coerced into getting one. It was just, it kind of just happened that way, to be honest. It was just societal pressure. It was not, but I really did love that BlackBerry. And I really wish that there were more options from like, in terms of the type of phone you could carry. Um, it is kind of crazy was, that, you know, we were – oh, go ahead. Oh, it, it was a little bit of peer pressure to upgrade to an iPhone, but similar to you, it totally. was – we were working um, a Comic-Con event and, like, everybody at my, on my team had, like, an iPhone. And it was just so much easier for everybody yeah. to, like, share stuff and, like, do things exactly. together. It was like, yeah, it's my time. It, it, every young it's, woman's life, there comes a time where you have to upgrade to an iPhone and suck it up. And I've been yeah. there ever since. I know. I know. It's, it's, you know, and I, again, yeah, I just kind of miss having those different, um, those different phones. Like there was just so much more options wise, but I also like, thank God the iPhone got more sturdier over time because I don't mm -hmm. know about you. The number of times I remember when I first got, I think I my, got my first iPhone, I dropped it a few times and I, that screen even with a screen protector, I mean, it was just bye-bye. And there was a local like kiosk and not in a mall, but like <laughs> near a mall that I used to hit up. And it was like 30 bucks every time or 50 bucks to get it fixed. And I just like, yeah, I, it was just, thank God those things got better over time, but it was just like, you were, a, blackberries were kind of bricks. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Oh no, you it was could just, totally- yeah do some damage to somebody with a BlackBerry. Yeah. And there, and even a pre, and same with like the pre, pre iPhone phones, like all of those, like a pre smartphone phone, you, if something happens, you drop it, whatever, you know, the bowler ice trick did work oftentimes, not always, not always, sure. but you know, it's some, it, sometimes well, you know, it just did the trick. Knock on wood. I've never done grave harm to my iPhone. I've never shattered the screen. I've never had to put it in rice. The worst thing I ever did was have it kicked out of my hand by a, a close friend <laughs> onto the yeah. BART tracks. And it survived that too. And it didn't even crack the screen. So yeah, I yep. feel very blessed that like I, I, I don't have um, Vanderpump Rules uh, iPhone, which is when you get so drunk, you smash your <laughs> screen and you can't text on it without getting shards of glass in your finger. Never happened. Oh my God. Not to brag. I but it hasn't happened since probably the first one, but like for me, the worst thing I've done in the last couple of years is it fell down an elevator shaft uh, oh and God. it went straight down, but it yes, was the way yes. it hit. It hit in such oh, a way that it, it went like straight bottom? down. 
Was it like yes. bottom? And then okay. fl- yes. And it broke the fall because there was a case on it and then flipped oh. down. So then when the they were – and luckily, they happened to be that like the custodian or someone was doing an inspection the following day. They were able to recover my phone. Like it just – like it That's was nuts. the stars aligned. <laughs> the stars aligned. Like it was just pure luck. Um that but yeah I think that's like phones are such a weird thing like because they they are tied to just so many memories about who we are how we grew up where we grew up like friendships relationships all of the above like are there you know I feel like we're getting to a good point here are there like any final anecdotes or um stories that you have tied to some of these kind of pre-iPhone phones I mean well, I guess I, I want to ask, did you ever have like a belt clip for your phone? No. And the and I will say, I think the reason was because uh, there were a lot of like white men working in government and cybersecurity, <laughs> like my father. Oh, who all had uh, it. <laughs> and it just was like so ubiquitous with that that yeah. like I could not. But I, I certainly had... Um, to your point, that weird leathery case at one point with the like f- the f- that f- screen that never was clean. I'm pretty sure I had a very similar one because it was an old phone that had been my dad's. Like, and I I certainly had weird like again like I had a a thing that that my phone from Vera Bradley the keychain that could fit my phone inside it with my student ID, and that's what I took to college parties. That was like. My little Vera Bradley keychain case with my Motorola Razor, my student ID, and maybe like a $20 bill if I had one at the time. You know, that was that and my key and my key to my dorm. Like that was it. Oh, you know, we didn't really talk about it, but I also really enjoyed having phone charms, like dangly stuff. Like I had several different Hello Kitty phone charms. Me too. Across my time, my favorite was when she was a little sailor. But I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess we sound like people who love their pagers that didn't want to let go, and now they're on an iPhone. We're just, yeah, we're just a much younger version of people who love, yeah, who have beloved memories of pagers. But I have to say. Uh, non-smartphone f- cell phones were better than pagers anyway because we, we never had to go find a payphone to return a no. random like 818 followed by a number that then had 911 so that you knew it was an emergency. <laughs> no. I mean, it's it's amazing, I think, to this day. The only reason pe- like pagers still exist are because of doctors and like EMTs and like it's those people. And the but, only yeah. reason the Motorola walkie-talkie cell phones exist is because of construction workers. Yeah. So I think that about wraps it up. And so we we bid adieu to an era of different phones, uh, a pre-smartphone era where, you know, you just had grainy photos and you just, Jesus took the wheel, you know, when it came to directions. The second you walked out that door, it was just between you and God and whatever (laughs) happened after that, you know, we'll see you on the other side. Although again, my plea from the beginning is here as well at the end of the episode. If anybody is listening that has the power to mass manufacture <laughs> sidekicks or the LG rumor too, but like upgrade it with like a better camera and like a better screen. <laughs> like it doesn't need to be like the whole thing, but like, you know, a slightly no. bigger screen that's like larger than the size of like a, a stamp. Um, I, I beg you, there are so many depressed millennials who'd be so thrilled to throw how how much could an iPhone possibly cost, Michael? Like ten dollars, like whatever amount at you. Um, I so Co-signed. I beg of I beg of you to, to think about it, please. Thank you. Co-signed. 
And that on is, that note, that is my say, time. <laughs> on that note, we say thank you so much for once again joining us on this lovely podcast. Um, if you like what you heard, uh, as you know, we are on Apple Podcasts and we are on Spotify and wherever you find podcasts. Um, and while you're there, you know, maybe think about giving us a nice little rating and review. We always appreciate that. But just know, um, unfortunately, there's this new thing with Apple and Spotify where they only let you give five stars. And, you know, that's that's just the way it is now. So uh, while you're there, I know it sucks, but you'll just have to leave us a five-star rating. Um, additionally, as you know, we love to share out old videos and images of yesteryear, and we will for sure be sharing many a photo of these cell phones of yesteryear on our Instagram and Facebook pages. You can find us at the Old Millennials Pod, so we will see you there with all sorts of fun shapes and sizes of cell phones. But until next time, we say bye-bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.